Do you ever stop and think of the number of times you have shared your personal information in your lifetime? I know that when I do, it's quite overwhelming. My recollection dates to schools, colleges, medical offices, employment applications, or when I would write a check at a retail store and was required to provide my driver's license as proof of ID, which was actually my social security number. Thinking back now, I find it quite concerning at just how freely and willingly I would write it down on paper or blurb it out when asked. Let me just say that identity theft takes a toll on many of its victims. Let's be honest here, identity theft is a matter that should not be taken lightly. Medical identity theft shouldn't be either. It's one thing when years ago we innocently shared our personal information when asked and didn't think anything of it. Today, though, it's a totally different story. Our social security number is one of the most valuable things we have that scammers and fraudsters want. Unfortunately, to complicate matters, they now seek more than just that. They do whatever they can to gain access to our personal and financial information, and now they want and go as far as to reach, or should I say breach, the one that's most private, our health insurance information and our medical records. Welcome back to the Consumer Toolbox. I'm your host, Milagros. These days, we worry about identity theft, phishing emails, our privacy, tracking online, if that's not enough, right? Now comes medical identity theft, which has been around for several years, but has become more common recently due to all the data breaches of medical facilities and hospitals. I have to say, though, that many of the consumers I talk to these days tell me that they have become much more proactive at safeguarding their personal information, as well as monitoring their mail and credit files. And to those, I say, kudos. However, there are still individuals who still choose to sit back and expect others to do it for them. If you're one of those individuals, keep listening because you will want to heed my advice. I felt the need to empower you on identity theft as it seems that more and more consumers are receiving letters from their medical providers or private entities bringing them light on the matter. The letters inform them of data breaches or cyber attacks at a medical, hospital, or ambulatory care facility where they received care or treatment. As a result, their personal information was compromised or exposed. Most of us know what could potentially happen when so much of our personal information ends up in the wrong hands. In most of these cases, the hackers obtain not just the names and addresses of the patients, but also dates of birth, social security numbers, health insurance information, and in some cases, their medical records as well. What concerns them is that they were not notified until six months or so after the incidents. I know such letters all too well as I have seen a handful of them myself. Here's what I find alarming. Most of the individuals I know who received the letter have taken absolutely no action, even though the letter clearly explains what steps they need to take. If I said to you that the personal information obtained in a data breach or cyber attack is enough to put you at risk for financial identity theft, would you take it serious? Hmm. Well, what if I said medical identity theft? Did I mention that medical identity is worth 20 to 50 times more than financial identity on the black market? Perhaps that will convince you. I think and hope you would agree that data breaches are happening all too often. 
I think you would also agree that this is unacceptable and rightfully concerning for us, the consumers. With electronic records becoming more common for businesses, including hospitals, medical, and dental offices, stronger measures need to be taken by them to protect and safeguard the personal and confidential data they collect and gather of us. As consumers, we expect more. And yes, better too. We should not have to worry and be in constant fear. We trust that when we share with them our most vulnerable information, they will take the strongest and most effective measures to protect and safeguard it from hackers and data breaches. Here's how I would label medical identity theft. Potentially hazardous to your health. In other words, medical identity theft can cause harm to both your finances as well as your health. You could potentially experience delays in medical treatment or diagnosis if someone has received medical care with your identity or insurance information. It could be a health risk if someone obtained medical care or treatment with your personal or health insurance information, and in the future, you require that same treatment or care and are denied because your medical or insurance records indicate that you already received the treatment. And what if the person pretending to be you has a different blood type, which then becomes a part of your medical history? This is why it's so important for you to review the explanation of benefits you receive from your insurance company. I also suggest that you request and review your medical records from each of your medical providers at least once a year. And if your medical provider or insurance carrier gives you remote access to your records, take the opportunity to take control of your medical file and set a strong individual password for each. One step you can take moving forward to better protect yourself from medical identity theft is to avoid sharing your social security number with your medical providers. Because your health insurance number is linked to your social security number, you no longer have to provide it. If you are asked for it, simply and politely say no. If the medical provider insists on asking it and having it, challenge them. Ask, why do you need it for Can I provide some other form of ID? Chances are they will tell you they can proceed without it. If they insist, you can provide a copy of your driver's license, but just make sure that they don't keep a copy on file. Other than receiving a letter or reviewing your explanation of benefits, informing you of a medical office breach, other ways to discover if someone has received medical care in your name or with your insurance information is if you receive a bill for medical services or treatment, which you didn't get, or you discover medical bills on your credit files unrelated to you. In either of these cases, you want to immediately notify your insurance carrier, your medical providers, and also file a police report with your local law enforcement. Here's another key point. Unlike financial identity theft, where your bank or credit card company alerts you of suspicious activity, your medical providers will not. So besides being vigilant for medical identity theft signs, you also want to protect your financial reputation since more than likely the hackers have enough information to open new financial accounts in your name. Therefore, don't just read the letter or dispose of it or file it away. Take action. At the very least, follow the instructions on the letter and consider placing fraud alerts on your credit files or a seven-year extended fraud alert on all three of your credit files 
Or better yet, freeze your credit files, which gives you the best protection. The only downside to that, if you want to consider it bad, is having to unfreeze it before applying for new credit. And by the way, if you own your own home or have renter's insurance, your homeowner's insurance policy may provide you with identity theft protection for financial losses and out-of-pocket expenses. So take a look at your insurance policy or call your insurance agent to ask. Consumers often ask me if it's a good idea to pay for credit monitoring, and to be honest, it's all a matter of preference. But remember that you do have three free choices to consider. Those, again, are a one-year fraud alert, an extended fraud alert, and, of course, my all-time favorite, the credit freeze. Those who have credit freezes on their files tell me that they sleep better at night and that they're less tempted to open new accounts or incur new debt, which sounds like the answers we're all looking for. So on that note, I leave you with this. With time and patience, you can recover from financial identity theft, but you may not be as fortunate in a case of medical identity theft. So come on, what are you waiting for? Don't freeze in time. It takes about a minute for identity theft to occur and about the same amount of time for you to take the steps to protect your identity. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Consumer Toolbox and feel empowered. But for now, I say to you, stay safe, be well, and always be sure to stay well informed. Until next time.